Project Management Insights, providing project managers with professional development in the interpersonal skills areas of leadership, team building and communication. Welcome to today's episode of Project Management Insights. What? No business case? Have you been in that situation of being brought in as the project manager on a project that's already started and you get there and realise all of a sudden there's no business case for the project? What are you going to do? So first of all, it's fine to ask why there's no business case. Often what I've found is these projects have started out more as a business-as-usual type initiative that's been moved into formal project mode and yet it's been treated as business-as-usual rather than as a project. This is a problem because a project needs resources and funding and time allocation and For staff and resources that have been working in the business-as-usual space, they're not allocated time to work on a project where there's usually a defined outcome requirement and a defined timeline for delivery. And so this creates real problems for you as the project manager. And sometimes what I also notice is it might be something like the sales team have been talking to the customers and There's been this brilliant idea that, oh, well, we need this done because that's going to bring us more customers without really getting to the point of setting up a proper business case, understanding exactly what the requirements are and making sure that there is clear clarity of scope and definition of what's in and out and the assumptions, clarifying that that is what's really required by your customers and Therefore, you know, you head for disaster right from day one. So what do you do if you find yourself in this space where there is no business case? Well, firstly, what I would suggest you do is you ask some key questions of your business owner or the sponsor to get a good understanding of what the expectations are of you as the PM. These questions go like this. First of all, what are the success factors that the business is wanting as an outcome from this project. That way, you're going to be very clear about what the expectations are on you in terms of delivery. The second question is, what benefits are they hoping to gain from undertaking this project? And what benefits are you expecting me to deliver on? Now, they're very different things here because... The benefits that they're hoping to gain from undertaking the project, as for example, might be to bring in more more customers. And yet what they're wanting you and expecting you to deliver on is a turnaround in customer uptake, as an example, which is totally unrealistic. And so it's really good to be clear and make sure that you have an understanding of exactly what the expectations are and what the benefits are that they're expecting to receive from what you're doing so that you can track whether the benefits are being delivered as part of the project that you're managing. Now the third question to ask is what's the problem that you're trying to solve or the opportunity you want to take up? And this might this is going to be a bit strange perhaps um, asking this question up 
at this point in the project when quite often it's already you know headed for a specific um, down a specific track and yet what I've found is it does make it easier for me to understand exactly what it is that the business is expecting to be delivered, the problem solved or the opportunity taken up. It does help me to understand whether the work that's being undertaken is going to meet the resolution of problem solving or opportunity taking up. And the fourth question to ask is, what, who are the key stakeholders that I need to be aware of? Oftentimes when these things start in the business as usual space, they're done within a funnel or within a very narrow vision and not all the people that need to be involved are, are involved in development of the project and delivery of the project. And that's when you come, against, come up against those big problems like you go ahead and keep delivering and continuing to deliver against this so-called what it is that the expectation is only to find that when you go to flick the switch and turn it on, there's huge problems because, you know, they're not aware of connectivity or interconnectivity or issues with other areas of the business or that end-to-end -end view that I've spoken to you about before. So it's really important to understand who the key stakeholders are that you need to be aware of. And that's asking that question to not only your sponsor, but also the other people that are working on the project. They might be aware that there are other areas or other people that perhaps you do need to talk to to gain an understanding of that bigger picture, that end-to-end -end view. Now, if you ask and obtain answers to these questions, you're gaining valuable information and detail that you would have needed to prepare your business case anyway. And so the next thing I suggest that you do is develop or write up a light business case. You don't need to write war and peace, but document some of these things um, in, into a paper and have it signed off. And by that, um, you're setting some boundaries yourself and getting agreement that what you're working on um, has been agreed to so that when it comes time to flick the switch and say, well, yes, we're done with this project, uh, everyone is in agreement that that's actually the case. And so as you are aware by now, I'm a strong advocate for a business case to set the foundation for your project. Well, you haven't had those foundations set initially. There's no reason why you can't go and ensure that you at least put some of those foundations in place to help yourself and the business ensure that what you deliver is really what they're after and is going to give them the best benefits for themselves, the customers and the business as a whole. So if you have at least some of these um, in place, it's going to give you something to work with and to ensure that you do have some boundaries around scope, that you have some understanding then you can set your timeframes for delivery realistically and you can also ensure that you have the correct resourcing in place. All of the things that you are going to need as a PM to ensure that you deliver on exactly what the business is expecting. So go and develop your light business case. It's going to benefit you and it's going to benefit the business and the project overall. Till next time. Thank you for listening to this Project Management Insights podcast. Be sure to visit projectmanagementinsight.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter or to receive updates on upcoming training. You may also find mentoring offers there.